Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Stay F. Homkins. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. He's a comedian. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. <laughs> She's an actress. Together, we're the co-hosts of Stay F. Homkins. <laughs> we are a married couple under quarantine. We have recording equipment, and this is the result. <laughs> so we do this thing once a week, I guess. For and 38 <laughs> weeks now. Oh, my God. Yeah. We didn't even start at the beginning of the pandemic. I, what? True. But we did start early. We did start early. Because we were like, we got to do something. We're stuck at home. We got to mm-hmm. do something. And By the way, we are stuck at home. <laughs> By the way, guess what? <laughs> we're stuck at home. We like, for real are. Because California has gone back to draconian I don't know. Draconian, it's, everything's open, but you can't go anywhere. Yeah, measures. listen, don't, you are forbidden to go anywhere unless you need to go somewhere. And here's the places you it. can go if you need to go everywhere. I'm furious about it because you know what? It's absurd. Take a stand. Yeah, it's all, it's all, yeah. Here's the thing. Pay people to stay home if you don't want them to go to work. We barely had, in Los Angeles, we barely had a lockdown in the first place before they they projected a date when they thought it was going to be cool to open things up again, and then it wasn't. And they were like, "Yeah, we still like that date, so we're going to open things up." And well, it, a lot of stuff was closed though for a long time, like salons, you know, for a while. Yes, and then they opened those things up. Yeah, then they opened them up, and I don't know if anything's really cl- well. Restaurants they won't let you in on uh, even eat outside now. Yes, yes. So you have to do takeout and delivery. Yes. Look, it's a mess, everybody. It is so convoluted and messed up. It's both of those. You know, they need to be like, look, we know no one's paying you to stay home. But if you can stay home, please do so. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's just like no one's doing anything. No one's, no doing, one's anything. doing anything. No one's doing anything. We, we got everybody got twelve hundred dollars at one time. They announced a vaccine. <laughs> they announced a vaccine, and they were like, "Okay, cool. It's it's who? Let's let it get out of control." <laughs> I I don't know. Anyway, we really are staying home. We yes, we have been pretty. We've been doing all our work from the Zoom from mm-hmm. the Zoom. And the Zoom and the pudding pops. Uh, don't get me no. started. I know because someone mentioned him earlier yes. today, and I had a big conversation about it. He comes up a lot. Scott Ackerman will <laughs> oh, figure out a way to mention him <laughs> oh, on Freedom God. every episode. <laughs> it, it's quite something. It's an that's. <laughs> it's quite something. He does. Yes. Scott. And every week I think Scott. I, every week I forget about it, and then it happens, and I'm like, wow. I mean, I did it just <laughs> now. What? And then I did it just now. And then now. you did it just now. Hey, he's in the zeitgeist. Well, it because someone else brought him up to... It's a long story. We won't even say his name. And then, you know, and and uh, I'm going to... I'd like to raise the glass to Hannibal Buress, the comedian who... <laughs> sure. <laughs> because, you know, he's the reason that people started paying attention to that story about... Uh, yes, it was apparently... It was like a known thing... I know some people might, at, even at this point, not know who we're referring to. Well, you're lucky. And he had a show called... <laughs> it, it, it was named after him. 
He he was in the, he he shilled for pudding pops. Very avuncular seeming. Big believer in education. He wants you to pull up your pants. Um, okay. I don't remember. Oh, oh I remember yeah. that. Uh, if y'all don't still don't know who it is, just hopefully you follow us on Twitter and someone else will tell you. <laughs> I think I bet people know. I bet people know. <laughs> Can we talk about the tree? I want to talk about the tree, but I have a lot to say about it. Yes. Now, last week, I think I mean, we I had just put up the decorations about certain decorations. Yes, we will talk. You know about um, where I'm going with this? <laughs> of course, I do. It's been our whole week, by the way, y'all. So, so we got the tree a couple days ago. <laughs> we did. On, we went on Tuesday. We on scheduled Tuesday. it for Tuesday specifically. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. I had some blue jeans going on. On Monday. That's right. Some blue janies. <laughs> had some blue janies. Shout out to Tina's Trees in Sherman Oaks. Oh, yeah. Tina's Trees. They they were wonderful. I saw a lot of pictures in, on Instagram of people that we know or that we are acquainted with buying Christmas trees, uh, looking at Christmas trees, and it all looked like Tina's Trees to me. And I was like, wow, maybe the word is out. And then I realized maybe all these places just look exactly it's the same. It's just an open air <laughs> tent, tent with a bunch of trees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe, exactly. maybe well, some like, hay. Hey, we were just there. Some hay spread on the ground yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look. But we got it. It's a beautiful tree. Fraser fir. It is really beautiful. Um, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. We, we picked a good one. I mean, probably get a fake one that looks just like that, but. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Last year, we got a tip from our friends, Matt and Amanda. Yeah. About these Christmas lights called Twinkly. Yeah. These are app-controlled LED. Yeah, well, I thought by app-controlled, that was... Wi- you don't wi- have to wi- plug wi- your phone into the lights. Wi-Fi light. Okay. <laughs> They're fucking... Well. App, they are app-controlled LED lights. You can do all sorts of colors, patterns, uh, routines with them. We got a couple strands of them last year. We loved them. I love them so much that... I went out, and I think I first bought, bought one on strand. Sale. You bought a couple on sale. Got them on sale. Because it was like, they were in the half-off bin after, you got to get them right after Christmas. Yes. That's when you get the deal, the Which bargain Which I did. On. I did. We had, I think we had, did we have the lights up already, the old lights, and then I went and got these, or no? Oh, yeah. You, I don't, you got those lights out the garage, and then, like, I don't know, they were like, I don't They're know like if the you ceramic bulb lights. Yeah. And then we found I don't think it was Matt and Amanda. Honey, who was it? I think it? it was Martin and Melissa. Are you sure? Somebody was showing off their No, I think it was Martin and Melissa. Mm, this is interesting. And we saw it on their on their post or something and then it was like <laughs> what are the what Oh wait. Maybe it was Matt and Amanda got them. Because of, no, because Matt would know about them. I feel like Matt would have been. Exactly. Matt's the one. Let's just say for the sake of argument. I swear to God, Matt. It was Matt and Amanda. And you know what? If we're wrong, we'll of course issue an apology. (laughs) We'll post an apology on Instagram. Oh, you just reminded me of something I have to announce before the end of the show. Uh, It's not an apology. (laughs) (laughs) So these are app controlled. Yeah. LED lights. Yeah. They're all kinds of colors, patterns. They're called twinkly. Twinkly, y'all. We got we got two strands. 
last year. More, we loved golf. them. The best things. I couldn't wait for Christmas just so we could put yes. up the Twinkies. I went and bought two more strands on after bar- that on sale off so the, that yeah. the next year we could do like the real, we're going to do it up right. It was going to be dense. You could make all these shapes it was and gonna flags be dense. and shit like that. It wasn't going to be like sparse. It was going to be dense. It was going to be dense. Dense, not sparse. Well, well, we plug in the we get the we get the tree. And by the way, this the tree situation. I don't care how prepared we are. Mm -hmm. There's always it's an ordeal. Okay, it's just like an ordeal. Which okay, tell me more. Like the going out to the valley. <laughs> then the, you know, okay, we got to wait to pay people. I mean, and then I overheard the lady when we were paying say, and mind you, we went on Tuesday. And it was the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. That's right. And the lady uh, overheard say they sold half their lot on the weekend. So, you know, you know, like, so you're looking around and you're like, I don't want a noble. I don't want a Nordman or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, where's the Frasers? And there's like kids with sticky hands running around and stuff. And and then it's like, and then you got to pay. And then they got to strap it on. I mean, then you got to wait because there's like, they're handling like 20 other people's trees. Then they got to chop the bottom. It was all, this time was less, but then yes, it's the driving it very efficient. Then I got to drive with the tree. I don't drive on the high on the freeways with the tree. I take surface streets. That's my personal credo that now, I go by. Let me say this now: I'll volunteer next year to drive, so we can put the tree on. But my I have car. the bigger car, which is why, yeah, yeah. But the car. tree doesn't sit in the car with us. No, but you could have driven my car. True, but I'll drive my car, but which like is smaller. Drive. My car's electric, and then so. and then the tree will look like even bigger. <laughs> we put it, took a picture with it on my car, and it looked smaller than it is. It's a seven and a half foot tree. Yeah, on top of the car, it really did look like we made a mistake. And then once we got it inside, it's the perfect. No, size. actually, the size was like we know the size of our window. Look, we know the size of our window. That's our thing. We have a big picture window in the front of our house. And it's it's perfect for exactly this. We move furniture around. We do a thing. It's like a we thing. We do. Guys, you don't even want to know. But there were needles, y'all. There were needles. I had to get the vacuum out. I had to get. It's like every little movement. There's needles. Fewer this year, though, I got to say. So far. Wait till it starts <laughs> dy- dying and shedding. <laughs> so we get the tree all set up. And, and this is Paul's time to shine. I mean, like, I love honestly, it. this is like Paul, like, hauled all the decorations out the girl. I mean, like, this is like, I mean, I barely, I'm just like, whatever. Like, you do, you. You did not have to lift a finger. <laughs> it all happened around you. I can't. Because it's not my thing. It's not your thing. It's, it's not fine. my thing. And it's fine. It's fine. Everybody has their Everybody thing. Everybody has their thing. So... Get that tree up. <laughs> yeah. Give it some water. Now By the way, it was took like six carafts of water to get it like. 
This tree you have to feed by the carafe. <laughs> we probably could just do the hose. Drag the hose in the house? <laughs> it's so close to the no, door. No, it's filthy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay. No. So, <laughs> I wrap the lights around the tree, mm. and I'm really, I'm being very mindful of, like, evenly distributing it, which is a very difficult thing to do. Um, it's like you don't want to run out too soon and you don't want to like spread it out too far so that the one strand goes all the way up to the top. Like I really tried to space it out and I thought I did a pretty good job. We plug the lights in. Very exciting. Lights light up right away. Blah, blah, blah. Try to connect. Them. Now, the thing is you got to connect them. They each come with their own little Wi-Fi network. And the idea is you you set all of them up and then you put them all in one group so you can control them all at the same time from your home Wi-Fi network. Well, maybe this is where I should take over because this is like he's got his thing and I have my thing. (laughs) And my thing is if there is a tech issue, Mm -hmm. issue, (laughs) issue, A tech issue. If there's a tech issue. If there's a tech issue. I have to figure it. Like, yes. I, I literally have to figure it out. Janie will stay on customer support. <laughs> stay on the phone with customer support Whatever. All, all goddamn day. I will, like, I know I, like, I was, like, I made a tweet joke this week where I was, like, if I had the same drive with my career as I do with like customer support, <laughs> that I would like own all of Hollywood. And that is like, <laughs> that is not an exaggeration because, but also like just like with tech stuff, like I feel like I know a little something. I don't know a lot. Like I don't know how to like, you know, reconfigure, set up a whatever mesh, what I probably could figure it out. But I, these lights, unfortunately, will not connect mm-hmm. to our home's Wi-Fi network. It, something changed between last year and this year. A lot of things changed that were just minute. And whatever they were, like there was a firmware update on the lights. And then and then we had to get a new router in the middle of the year because of working from home. Like AT&T had to replace the thing. And you know, Here's what I think. So we... We yeah. tried a million different things. Oh, we, I will go over everything I've tried. Because we, we, I'm hoping someone from Twinkly listens to this. <laughs> but here's the thing. I found out they are actually based in Italy. Italy. See. So whenever I'm speaking on, hey, the, DJ, on, on the chat, I'm speaking to Italians. And I have to be mindful of what time it is in Buongiorno, Italy. Signora. <laughs> How may I help you with a twinkly? They're lovely, but they cannot figure out our problem. No. And they also only write you back after 40, <laughs> 48 hours. I, I feel like it's got to be that firmware update because that is the biggest thing that has changed and has changed in the lights themselves. Okay. Here's the deal. Because I've gone deep this is like someone it really really forced us to look back over the past year (laughs) what are we doing different with our router okay first of all someone out there is gonna know something i'm hoping (laughs) i hope so i hope i hope it's not just people telling us things we already tried (laughs) because okay 
First of all, what I learned. We did not mean this, by the way, to be a call for tech support. But if it <laughs> I ends did. up being one, I kind of did. Uh, okay. I was kind of hoping that there was someone that's like, I'm a fucking expert and I'll figure. Th-. So, okay. So. My name is Armando <laughs> Twinkly. <laughs> I would love to visit the town where Twinkly is based, wherever they're based. In a little villa. <laughs> you know they're like in probably like an office part, like a depress, like on the office or something. <laughs> Just north of Tuscany, there lies a simple stone cottage. <laughs> All right. Just like an old lady in black with like a gray bud. She's making LED lights, <laughs> sewing makes, them together. She makes handmade. She, yeah. She makes handmade por- tortellini, but also yeah. she's like pouring LED into a, <laughs> like... a bulb shape. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's what you need to know. We have the generation one twinklies. Yeah. So what? Yeah. We know there's a couple <laughs> generations since then. We have the generation one. I, I'm furious because I want them to just like upgrade our switches to generation. I even said that in the la- latest emails. Like, I was like, I think it's a hardware issue. I think it's a hardware issue, and you need. You should send us new lights. <laughs> I don't want new lights. I want a new switch because the switch detaches from the lights, doesn't it? Um, the no. switch detaches. The switch detaches from the power box, but it does not detach from the controller. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> I agree, honey. <laughs> Also, I couldn't agree more. Also, Twinkly, Twinkly, if you're listening, we have four strands. Four strands, Twinkly. Why can't the strands connect to be operated out of, off of one switch? That's my point. Exactly. Well, but see, that's the, they're saying if you do, if you group them together, then that's how you're doing that. That's the equivalent of the old strands, light strands that would plug into each other. I get that. But we have to have four different sockets for I these know. things. Yes. Yes. And they're on four different little dedicated Wi-Fi channels. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So, mm-hmm. I, here's what I learned. This is the most boring episode of the day of probably <laughs> in the world. So far. Wait till you find the, um, wait till I tell you the emotional side of this. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Look, look, how can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? So just hold, hold on. There was, there were emotional repercussions <laughs> to this event. Emotional repercussions. There were. There were. Like, uh, somehow my self-worth became wrapped <laughs> Around the t- like every morning, I've gotten up at the crack of dawn and have taken a crack. It's at, true. And, like, that like, is true. Like, I wake up and she's already like in a chair next to the Christmas tree, <laughs> looking at her phone. And I've got like three conversations. Okay, so <laughs> the thing I learned is they only connect to a two point four gigahertz radio band on the whole. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you're not because that's that's how two point four gigahertz radio band. Because mama mama loves two point four. So at some point when the AT and T replaced our router, they, they sent us. Oh God, a dual band five gigahertz, two point four gigahertz radio router that channels 
your devices to the proper yeah. rate. So this is so, after okay, we had okay. so many internet problems <laughs> so that eight, that our our internet company was like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're doing a thing where we're upgrading people to internet that works. <laughs> so we like, <laughs> everyone was on the internet that didn't work, and then we got a new thing where now the internet works. And for like weeks, I would see. AT&T trucks in the neighborhood with those big ladders, you know, where the, I was like, what are they doing? I know they're like, we have, like, I know they're putting fiber optic in, but they're like. They're pouring more internet into the wires. <laughs> but like, it didn't make sense that they were in every little corner of the neighborhood, yeah. like all the time. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, I know like they did the fiber optic, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so it can only connect to a 2.4 so i had to then go into the wi-fi advanced settings jesus and separate oh. separate the 2.4 from the 5 which i've done like maybe 10 times this week <laughs> <laughs> like rebooting the router yeah. and then having to reset all four <laughs> twinkly lights through their little cycle to go back to factory we've, settings we've each been, time and remove them. <laughs> we've been rebooting things like it's a fun thing that we like to do. Like, hey, you want to reboot this? So then, <laughs> it's been a while since we rebooted this. Let's reboot it. So then I'm like, forget the 5G n- network. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Like, I only want to be in the 2.4. Y'all, it didn't. Every time it didn't work. So then I was like, okay, okay, okay. So then I'm like going deep in the Wi-Fi and I'm like, okay, this is set privacy. This is set for privacy. This is like set for auto join. It's obviously like auto joining, like the wrong, like I have to make everything manual. Like I'm like going like so deep in and I literally cannot figure out how to get them to connect it's to our home wi-fi it's maddening because there's on the on the little box there's a green light that means this is turned on and plugged in right and then there's a blue light and that blue light's supposed to turn blue once it gets on your home wi-fi and we can never get it to even no it turns on for a few seconds and then it goes, it goes away. away i think it was their firmware update and you know what i call bullshit i call on that firmware Twinkly? we're calling bullshit on your firmware update you need to you need to fix this update. There's got to be. Have we looked to see if anyone else is complaining about this? People have complained, but they don't have the exact same issues that we look. I've been on Reddit. <laughs> I've watched some YouTube videos. I've been. I've on... been on Parler. <laughs> Parlay, don't you know? What? It's like Emily and Perry. No. Yeah. It's pronounced Parlay. Yeah. Where did you find this information? Twitter. Where? Where I find out all my information. <laughs> People tweet things, and that's how I learn about anything. You sure this wasn't a wrong answers only tweet? <laughs> how do you pronounce this word? Wrong answers only. Mm-mm. Parlay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Look, is there a Wi-Fi expert I hate out it there? Even more now. I need a Wi-Fi expert. I need you, you to come over. I mean, here's what I really want to do. I want to like disable the five gigahertz like altogether, not even have it be a choice. I did try that. Mm-hmm. I tried to disable it, but then it was like so slow. It's too it strong. couldn't. It was not it's too, too strong. <laughs> no, it's to too weak. It was too like basically. 
I want at this point. I want to throw the lights out the window. Like at this point, no. Here's the thing: the 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 worst case scenario is they still function as no. very pretty Christmas lights. No. But knowing that they can do all these things no. that they won't do is infuriating. Yeah. Okay. So I had I like that's like if you if somebody gave you a, a, a an iPhone, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and then all of a like... sudden, all of a sudden, for whatever, like you had it, and then you put it in a drawer for a year. You brought it out the next year. All it could do was make phone calls, or or you could text, but it was like your old Motorola, where you had to go through each. Well, what's wrong with my example? Because <laughs> that's frustrating when you had to go through each. T nine. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to revisit this, but I was great at T nine texting. <laughs> that's true. You're Thank pretty you. good. Thank you. Pretty good. <laughs> I meant great. Did I say pretty good? <laughs> I was capitalizing shit. I was great. So, of course, like, I'm doing all these resets, which means you have to, like, crawl. And, like, I'm, like, sweating and, like, yeah. like, like getting underneath. Like, I, you know, I need, like, army fatigues or like, something. Like, all this shit is already plugged in and on the tree. You shouldn't be, like, that should be the end of sweat. But then I'm, like, creating more needles. So I, then I have to go <laughs> get the fucking. <laughs> and it's not just vacuuming. Like, I have to get out the hose part of the vacuum. To suck around the crevices of the tree stand. And I was like, like, and like at one point I was like across the room and I was like, I see pine needles. <laughs> like in Sixth Sense, you know? I see dead people. Yeah. I see pine needles. Your memory of his delivery of that line is <laughs> not. Is that not, not how we did it? Accurate. How do you do it? No, he didn't say it like a threat. I See. No. <laughs> Wait, I got it. Wait, let me let me recall it. Okay. Let me recall. Okay, okay. Let me recall. Go into your mind palace. <laughs> See? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Stop. You interrupted. I didn't even get to finish. Do I not get? What, what, I don't get a callback. No, it can't get accurate at the end. <laughs> it's a a four word line. <laughs> I tell you what, why don't, why don't you why don't you go take some time with the sides, and we'll call you back in a little oh bit. God. This is a disaster. This is a disaster. I'm being told to take time with the sides. <laughs> no, let me do it again. One time, one time. This is in New York. I was living when we were living in New York, and I had concrete jungle where <laughs> dreams are made of. Fifth character in Sex in the City. <laughs> That's right. The only character in Gangs of New York. The only. <laughs> the only character. Okay. I'm you're, on... you're like giddy tonight. Because I've been broken by the twinkle yeah. light. Okay, here's yeah. the thing, y'all. It's true. <laughs> like at some point, I was like ignoring like business emails. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I had forgotten I had a dead. You, you really went Ahab on these <laughs> on these lights. I had like forgotten I had a, a voiceover audition due, and mm. I looked. I literally turned it in like half an hour before the deadline, and I was like, I knew it was like. Then I remembered, and I was like, Oh, 
like I still haven't done it. And I was like, well, let me just reset these four strands again. Wait, I was like, I figured it out. I figured it out. It's the it's the settings on the, on the Wi-Fi or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I was to like go through the whole process again, whatever. So anyway, so anyway, one time this is in New York and um, somehow I got to be like a reader for an, for like a casting office. The reader. I didn't see the reader. <laughs> Do you remember that? What? Do you remember that year that Hugh Jackman hosted the Oscars and he was really good? I don't remember the Oscars being really good. Well, they were really good for the Oscars. What year was that? I don't remember that. This was a while ago, but it was the year that the reader was up for an Oscar. Well, Oh, that movie yes. was so... And he did like an opening uh, <laughs> musical Oh, number yeah. Okay. This sounds familiar. Where they sang little songs about each nominee. Yes. Each Best Picture yes, nominee. Yes, that's cute. I like when they do that. And when it got to the reader, the song was about how he had not seen the movie. And it was... Uh-uh. It was hilarious. You know what? Good for him. You know what? Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> Couldn't agree more, honey. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> But he, that was, I, it, I couldn't believe it. It was so funny <laughs> because it felt like, yeah, nobody has seen this movie. I mean, maybe I didn't see it. Was Glenn Close in it? Nope. <laughs> it was Kate Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet. She was nominated for that, too. Well. Do you remember when I did that talk show with Hugh Jackman? Yeah. He was in love with you. <laughs> he was, he was like nice. in love with him. It was me, Hugh Jackman, and Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn. And it was an Australian comedian. Rove McManus, and he was hosting a show for Australian television here in Los Angeles. And yeah, and was, I got to go to the taping, so I got to see it. It was a blast. By the way, they must have better television there because there's nothing that fun interview-wise well, in America. We did try to watch Mystery Road. What was that again? <laughs> see? Oh, that one. I meant, like, better talk shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I Maybe. Meant. That's the only one I've experienced. And, of course, Dame Edna. Anyway. Anyway, so as a reader. The reader, Yes. Which means what? You were reading scripts. So basically, no, basically what it means is you're a scene partner for somebody. Oh, 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 oh. So like if you're coming into audition for the part of The Sixth Sense. Right. Haley Joel Osment. Then I might be the (laughs) Bruce. What was his name? I don't know what his name was. You think I've memorized every M. Night Shyamalan movie? How? I can't. I I don't know how to say M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. How do you say it? Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yes. Because there's a Y in it. Shyamalan. Yes. Shyamalan. Am I saying it right? You are saying it right. But why is it M. Knight? What's his name? How do you say it? I think it's Michael Knight, like the Knight Rider. But do people call him M. Knight? I mean, I think people call him Knight. Oh, they call him Knight? Yes. Really? Yeah. Cute. It's adorable. You know, he's from Philly. Oh, I know he's from Philly. But why can't I remember the name of Haley Joel Osment's character in The Sixth Sense? Because I really I enjoyed that movie. I don't think that, that was a big part of it, was his name. No, but I mean, they say, I remember other characters' names you from do? movies. From some oh, movies, Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say Sixth Sense. I don't remember anything. I don't remember Bruce Willis's character's name either. Doctor. I'm going to spoil that mo- movie for everybody. Crown Schmidt? Am I allowed to spoil it? I think it's safe. I think everyone knows. Bruce Willis doesn't play it. He, he's dead in it. He's a ghost. He doesn't what? He doesn't play an alive person. <laughs> spoiler alert. Bruce Willis does not play an alive person. What a passive spoiler. <laughs> also, by the way. 
<laughs> Just so you know, cover your ears for a second. Bruce Willis does not play an alive person. <laughs> By the way, he's dead. Yeah. But he looks alive. True. Very true. So when... To us and to a little boy who <laughs> sees dead people. So when Haley Joel Osment's character says, I see dead people, what he's really saying is, I see, a, I see people. But it turns out some of them, other people don't see. What? No. <laughs> He's very clear. He says, I see dead people. But they look alive. To yeah. be fair, I would have thought he was alive too. Because he looks it. <laughs> he fucking looks it. He looks He he looks so alive, he didn't even realize he was dead. I'm never getting through this reader story. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm this. We'll take a break. Oh, good, because... Regroup, and then we'll come back Oh, we're going to regroup? I love, I love giving a cliffhanger. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take a break When you're listening to these beautiful words from our sponsors, and I might try back. to get on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, no. No, because you'll get sucked in like a matrix. Also, I will be co- I'll come back a broken person. That's true. When we return, the beginning and conclusion of Janie's reader story. More. <laughs> Wednesday of Homekins return. If you enjoy drinking wine and you are listening to this, I have to tell you, you're probably doing it the old-fashioned way because you're not trying usual wines. Usual wines are for the modern drinker, and they are made from world-class AVAs, American Viticultural Area in California like Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara, and are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. Oh, but don't grapes contain sugar, Janie? (laughs) Yes. To clarify all usual wines, are produced using natural, sustainable grapes harvested every fall. Doesn't that sound better, natural, and sustainable? These grapes are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. They also have a special holiday product coming called Usual Reserve. It's an ultra-premium, limited-edition Mount Viter Cabernet Sauvignon. So please go to www.usualwines.com. Use our discount code, STAYFHOMEKINS, for $8 off your first order and check out their beautiful selection. Usualwines.com with discount code, STAYFHOMEKINS. You know what I love? Meal kit delivery subscriptions. And Stay of Homekins is proud to be sponsored this week by Green Chef. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and we love switching back and forth between the two for variety. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. They include recipes for paleo, keto, and plant-powered diets. You get to decide. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week. Personally, this is why I love using Green Chef. It takes some of the mental load off while we're staying home more. Green Chef's expert chefs design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle that go way beyond ordinary. And we have a deal for you, Stay F Homekins listeners. Go to greenchef.com slash homekins90 and use code homekins90 to get $90 off, including free shipping well that was previously on stay of homekins (laughs) 
Are you going to finish? Janie was about to tell her reader story. (laughs) And that was a lovely word from Usual Wines and Green Chef. Thanks, Yush. Thanks, Green. (laughs) Thanks, Greenie. (laughs) Thank you, Greenie. We love you. Thank you, Yush. Yush, Yush. Hi, Yush, Yush. Hi, Yush, (laughs) Yush. I hope that catches on. Get your meal kits, get your wine delivery, use our promo codes, and hopefully you can, you know, save some money. I don't know. Man, I hope so. <laughs> we all need to. <laughs> Definitely. All right. <coughs> it's so funny that the government was like, we're going to give you $1,200 once. It's insane. Oh, not give you $1,200 once. Like, it's our money. That's our money, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our money. Yeah. It's not their money. They are looking after it for us. Yes, thank you. And doing a bang-up job. And doing things that are supposed to benefit a lot of people at once with it. I didn't mean to go down this road. I want to hear your reader story. I know, I know. I shouldn't have brought it up. They might pass something they're saying now. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. All right. So, I was... Okay, so <laughs> sometimes actors, if you know, I don't can't remember how I got connected this way, but I was, I volu- It was like through acting class. I was doing, I was volunteering, or I was getting paid, like uh, whatever, a hundred bucks for the day to be a reader for this cast- a reader <laughs> for this casting office <laughs> in New York. And um, oh, and by the way, there are stories, and there's one happening at the moment. Where people are like, yeah, um, I went in and I volunteered and I was like, I was reading for the part all day and they just decided they liked my interpretation like the best. And then I got like a five series, five season deal on network, whatever, and you know, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, this is a good opportunity. I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Um, and my and so I was saying like so the the actress who plays Princess Diana in The Crown that was her story. Yes. Oh really? Yeah, she was a reader. A reader, but that maybe that only happens in England. <laughs> no, I, but I you're you're saying back when you were a reader, you had heard a story like that. Oh, I've heard many stories like that. Like I've maybe heard... the name Gene Hackman rings a bell. <laughs> Did he? I wouldn't be surprised. I think in New York, I think in like more old school. Cuckoo. Oh, Cuckoo, Come hi. Hmm. That's right. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> so basically like. <laughs> we don't have any pets, so we talk, we talk to the cuckoo. <laughs> like it's our pet. Yeah, Cuckoo, hi. Um, so basically like, I think in more old school casting scenarios, like more mm-hmm. New York than. Right. In LA, like. It does sound like an old fashioned story. But it's not because it happened to the actress who plays Princess. But by the way, but like. Isn't England old fashioned? Come on. I don't know. All <laughs> I know is they're not old fashioned when it comes to the vaccine because they fast tracked that shit and we're still waiting. Too true, old shoe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So my point, like, I feel like in, in nowadays, there's so much casting, especially with the pandemic, mm-hmm. where you're just sending, like, a disembodied video. Yes. Like, you're not. Meeting, you're not making relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of casting used to be relationships. Yes, you would see that. You would see the same 
people over and over again. Oh, they'd and be they would, your fan. They would keep you in mind, and then it's like, I know there's going to be a perfect thing for you. Yes. And, yeah. I mean, I, that's still part of it, but, but you know, the cynical side of me is like, oh, if you have a YouTube following, you'll get a whole sitcom made for you. I mean that does happen. I know, but you know they they do that. What, uh, it's funny because that came up today with I recorded with Scott Lauren earlier today, and I don't think this was on the episode. I think it was we this was during three the break them or something. in case people don't know three them. Yes. It's his other podcast. Um, free wherever you get your podcast. Um, that they make these like a lot of times they make these uh, projects centered around these sort of internet sensation people, uh-huh, uh-huh. but then they don't realize they don't, nobody's thinking far enough ahead saying like, maybe they don't have more than this to offer. Like what would a whole show with this person so be what, like? You know what they think they have to offer is the followers, 3 million subscribers, yeah, but it yeah, never, yeah. but it, I mean, time and again, it doesn't translate, you know, it doesn't I get, translate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it has or not. I haven't like explored those. I, I can't. The only sort of success story I can think of along those lines is they made a <laughs> they made a sitcom out of shit my dad says. Right. But that just ended up being like kind of a generic sitcom. It had no. It didn't really. It didn't have much to do with the Twitter what account. To that, what happened to that writer? Does he still write on TV? Because it could be a success I, story. I don't know. He may have like gone. Well, it from might room be a success story for that writer, but that's a different thing than we're hanging our we're hanging a show on a this visual personality that that everyone seems to like online. Uh huh. You know, whether it's Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, whatever. <laughs> that there was a recently here in LA. Was this earlier this week? I think it was earlier this week. A COVID testing station got shut down. Yeah, I saw that. Because they were filming a remake, a, a gender-swapped remake of She's All That, mm-hmm. starring a TikTok personality. Oh, is that right? Yes. Also, the fact they shut down a... They, and, then they quit, uh, and then they got shamed for it so hard, and then they had to reopen that station. Well, guess what? They shouldn't have shut it down in the first place. No! People had appointments and stuff like that. Like, also, like if you're going to do that, then move the station. Say we're at the parking lot next door or something. Yes, move something. Also, don't remake. She's all that with some TikTok star. I never star. saw. She's all that. I I never saw it either. But no one needs a remake of it. The the other one's still around. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so so. But also the story, like the idea of like. Uh, unless it's also like a like the the guy is gay as well, but the idea of like a dude getting a makeover and becoming popular, who wants to see, see that? I don't even know this. St- I don't even know the premise of. of if the- you want to see that, rent just one of the guys, <laughs> which also features a, a woman in drag as a guy. Oh, it does. I see. Yes. I didn't see that either. Honey, your well, cinematic education is sorely lacking. <laughs> well, my point is, apparently, some actors, not me, <laughs> get selected to star in series. After being readers. After one day in a casting office. <laughs> After they see person after person mm-hmm. who is tedious and not, you know. Now, I was reading. Tedious op- and dull. Uh, mostly opposite men. 
So they may have already had the part cast for all I know. Right. The fem- female. Right, whatever. Right, right. But my, so I, this is going to be such an anticlimactic story, but my point was <laughs> the guy, there was one guy. So I, it was, it was, it's actually a good practice to do the reader thing. If you get the opportunity, if you're an actor, because you sort of get to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. during the audition process. And there's, there's a lot to demystify around it. Like yeah. if you're an actor, like you're like most of your life is spent being rejected. Number one, but number two, trying very hard to demystify the process mm-hmm. because it is utterly mystifying. I don't think there's even like a way or pattern around it, but like if you do get inside a room where you get to see the audition process, it somewhat does help a little bit, mm-hmm. but there's just no rhyme or reason a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so there was this actor who came in and these were people that were reading. It was like a pilot. It was like pilot season or something. And so like these are like top tier actors that get into these rooms and, you know, like try for these leading roles or whatever. And um, this is in New York. So it's like a lot of New York actors. And this one guy. He like asked to do it. I want to say like 10 times. And the and the cast, like stopped and started like that kind of thing. Like he did it, and then he's like, "Wait, I want to I want to try something else. Like, can I do it? You know, I want to do it again. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it again, or whatever." And like the casting person was like this veteran casting person, and she was very indulgent. Of uh, I'm sure she's like been around way more high yeah. maintenance act. You know, and I'm sorry, was he getting through the entire thing and then yes. saying, "I want to try it again"? Yes. Okay. Not yeah. like not like starting and then saying, "Ah, you know what? That's not right. I want to." No, it wasn't a long scene anyway, but like, um, and I was like, and I was like, and I'm so different as an actor, like to the point where like, (laughs) if I get through it once, okay. Mm -hmm. And they'll, if they ask, do you want to do it again? I'll say no. Like, I'm like, I don't want to give any more. First of all, I, I think this might be true. This might not be true, but like they know in the first, I've heard this, so it might be true because mm-hmm. I've heard it a lot. Like they know in the first 30 seconds or not, whether or not you fit whatever profile they're looking for for mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're coming, if you come in and you're wrong seeming for it, they might watch your whole thing and think of you as talented and funny and th- and be like, Oh God, I wonder if she's good for this other thing or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll put her audition through anyway or whatever, but like you, but like they have information about what the producers want or looking for. Right. And so it was just crazy. Like he asked to do it so many times to the point where I was like, Oh, he's like, it felt like he was sabotaging his, I don't think he thought he was sabotaging his chances. Mm -hmm. I think he thought he was like showing that he was like a perfectionist or like he could do different ways or he was just like so focused or hyper. But like to me, he was demonstrating that he was like difficult. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Because you want, you want people to have a, a handle on their interpretation of the role. 
Oh, but he kept asking. That's not the time to find he it. He kept asking her all these questions. Like right. he was like, you know, do you think he's did it? Like he was like really showing himself as actory. And I was like, oh, like if I were casting this, I would not want to. Like I want to work with the person who comes in and is a little like, eh, here, meh. And then is like, <laughs> so you want to hang out after? You know, like they're fun or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is know. like that, that. That so that type of approach that this guy was doing has a time and place, but that's not the time and place. Also, like his, his approach, as you say, it didn't even feel like it was an approach. It felt like it was just part of his own like neuroses, right? To right, be right. like completely overly perfectionist about you know his yeah. take, as opposed to just like this is me. Mm-hmm. These are the tools I come to the table with. Yeah. These are the tools I come to the table with. They're pretty f- cool. Mm-hmm. They might not be cool for this, but they're pretty cool. Right. You know? Right, right, right. And I don't know. Like, it was just, like, very, um, it was just kind of, I had never seen anything like that before. It would never occur to me to even take up somebody's time in that way. It's pretty bold. It's pretty bold. And I and also because he of the age that he was and everything, he was, like, a middle-aged leading man type. Well, I did not see that coming at all. Oh, you didn't? I just assumed he was a younger no. actor. He was, wow. No. The, I got the feeling that this is how he what, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. he was like, this is my process, and yeah. this is like, you know. I mean, was he a working actor? Do you remember? They all were working out. I mean, right. we were in New York, and it was like, he wasn't like someone I knew, but like in New York, like so many actors are working actors, yeah. you know, because they- order, The Law and Order franchise. <laughs> I mean, to even get in that room to to read for a series regular in a in a pilot, I yeah. feel like to to get to that level, like to be seen by this particular casting person that mm-hmm. like work for like a network, a major like ABC or something. It's like and, a real life Michael Dorsey from Tootsie. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie so much. I love Tootsie so much. Like that movie is an amazing movie. I feel like there's aspects of it that don't. Hold up no that way. well. No way. You mean because it's kind of gross that he's like gropy on Jessica? Like it's like there's no consent there? Like in No. A way? Here's what it is. It's the idea that it's the idea that a man um, has no choice. <laughs> has no choice but to dress up, as, dress up as a woman in order to get employed. Now, on, on, but he was difficult. I was his just going to say. I was, was just going to say he was very difficult, and so. But the idea that he can succeed more as a woman who's difficult, who's opinionated and speaks her mind. I thought it was you know kind, of, I mean? kind of like a refreshing take, like kind of like I think it was at the time. Yeah, at, at the time. But I think like now, isn't that funny? Like a woman that's she's like a woman, that, but also like he did get like discriminated against here and there and it gave him a perspective yes when he was dressed up as uh, exactly he gained gained an insight into being a woman that he didn't have before yeah Yeah. which i thought was i mean it's like it's like there's all kinds of stories like that yes absolutely yeah yeah absolutely like yeah yeah but um but i thought it was strange that i thought it was wild that they did a musical of it it was and set it in the present day oh i didn't realize it was set in the present yeah well it's definitely, yeah, because they changed it to, I think that Tootsie in the musical becomes a Broadway star, not like a soap opera star. Okay. So they're taking some liberties with it. But the but the idea is still like in the 2000s. I like the premise that he 
uh, dresses up to become a soap opera star because I think the world of soap opera acting is fascinating. I, I could not agree like, more. Do you remember the movie Soap Dish with uh, Sally Field? Do you know I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. What? I've seen parts of it. Oh my god! And and um and and um Kevin Klein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Hoopy, Hoopy Goldberg. Yeah. Kathy Moriarty. I really like that movie. Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah. Well, I like Tootsie a lot. I think that movie is awesome. I think there's still great stuff in Tootsie. Oh my god, I think Terry it's still Gar. Really well made. Oh, she Terry Gar was the greatest. The greatest. I mean, Those she's still scenes, alive, but she's not really working you anymore. You know, I got to. Was, do, I met her i That's went to right. her house yeah um i used to do this re- i think i i maybe mentioned this for five seconds on here i used to work with this these crazy comedy guys <laughs> um the um some of you might know david feldman he has a show called the david feldman show and he was on he's on like on this lefty radio station or he was he moved in New York. Does he K- think he's still it KPCC or KPCC yeah. out in the valley? Um, and it's like super lefty, and like he he go on and like you well, know, super liberal. I would not say it's super lefty. You don't think it is? No. He is. He he is. I don't. He is. Yeah, but it's not like KPCC is calling for the abolition of capitalism or anything. Yeah, I think they are. Really? Yeah. They're that left. Yeah. Okay. I think they're like that left. Okay. I don't know. I I don't remember, but he he they had this show. They do run ads for Antifa. <laughs> he did. <laughs> anyway, so he would have these sketches and he knows all these comedy people from his life in comedy. Yeah. And so I'd go there. How did I even get connected there? Honey, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember how I got. I'd go there once a week. Yeah. And all these awesome comedy writers they'd like write these sketches these political sketches and then we would act them out like i would play like michelle bachman <laughs> okay and mm-hmm. then like paul dooley would be the voice of god mm-hmm. you know oh, i love frank paul conniff dooley. was on there oh, i love frank conniff yeah. he says that he, he was my favorite writer to be honest yeah of the of the group he's hilarious well he's just like a very skilled writer and he's very like character oriented mm-hmm. which i really liked a lot yeah um they were all very funny. Um, like Robin Williams came in one time. Robin, I got to read with Robin Williams. I got to read with Martin Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I got to. So we got to read with Terry Gar, but we had to go to her home because she's um, she has MS. Yeah, kind of more advanced, like pretty advanced. Um, and so we had to go there and record it there. Um, yeah, I just oh, oh June Foray. She was lovely. Anyway, so I got to do this. It was just for fun. It was like I would go once a week. I think it was like Tuesday nights or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like my Tuesday night, like every night for like a couple years. Tuesday with Maury's. (laughs) Tuesday with a dozen Maury's. And you know what? David Feldman was always very kind to me. Yeah. And he was always like very like gracious and and helped me a lot with my self-esteem because I wasn't working like getting paid as an actor at the time. I mean, I was hustling. I was auditioning and getting rejected. I mean, I still, I'm not (laughs) actually now. So, but it was different then because I don't like my self-worth isn't so wrapped into it, but you know, he treated me like with respect and that was really fun. But yeah, so Terry, so the, like when I got to meet Terry Gar and read with Terry Gar, like it was bittersweet in a way because she is like, 
She's a comedy great. Yeah. I mean, she's a comedy great. Absolutely. And that Tootsie scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, oh, and Bill Murray running around in his underwear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, uh, yeah. Anyway, so so that's Tootsie. I don't know why. But anyway, that's came up because we were talking about he couldn't get any parts because right. he's a white man. Right, right, right. He's a yeah. white male and he doesn't. But in a way, it does kind of work because he's so entitled and he's so angry. Yeah. That he's like. I'm supposed to have all this. I'm supposed yeah. to be given this. True. Very true. And so there is like a framing of it that is modern and holds up. Do you know what I'm thinking of? And I I I think it's 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 things that were that kind of ripped off Tootsie and didn't have that depth of story. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Do you <laughs> there was a sitcom and do you remember I auditioned for this? A sitcom about Two dudes who were, they were both laid off from their jobs. I have to open this can, sorry. Sure. And they, it's weekend, it's the weekend. My weekend water. They, they were out of work and no one was hiring. What was the name of it? I don't remember this. I think it was called Men at Work, maybe. That became an actual sitcom, I think. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It was. It didn't last. But you were in it. No, I wasn't in it. I auditioned for it. Here's the thing. Okay. It was two guys who were out of work, and the only (laughs) job they could get (laughs) was dressing up as women because this place was only hiring women to be like pharmaceutical reps or something. Okay. And so this guy, this dude who was the least convincing man in drag, like you would at, you would never, you would never just accept this guy. He was, he, like it was you're, absurd. You're saying he didn't, he was, he was unconvincing, but the buy-in of the comedy was that everyone just took him at face value. Everyone was, accepted him as kind of a extremely tall, broad-shouldered, homely woman, woman. Yeah, of course that was part of the joke. And I love gender bending comedy. <laughs> and so I auditioned when I got the audition, I thought I was auditioning for the best friend. Who is the other guy who dresses and it, and up? Let me get, oh, the other guy also dresses up. Yes, it's it's this guy gets this idea. Then like he gets his, then he yes exactly. Then he gets his friend in on it after okay. he gets the job, and so um, I like prepared these fucking sides for this thing that I thought was stupid. I, I did not think it was good, and when I showed up, they said, "Oh no, you we had you reading for like." The crass friend who's like the third guy. Is the, and was the crass friend like, y'all are stupid. You're going to get caught. This is a dumb idea. I don't remember if he knew about it because I never read his signs <laughs> until that day. But I, get, I, I said, can I still just do this because I prepared it? Like at the time I was like, I'm not going to be snobby about auditions. I'm going to do whatever. A job is a job. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, if they offer me this thing, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I don't want this job, but I want to do a good job for these casting people. Right. And if you got the job, you would suddenly yeah. want that job. And That's it was, well, I don't know. This, this one, I don't know. But um, I, and the, the people that I was auditioning for was the producers, the, the guys who wrote the show. They could not have been nicer. Um, and I said, I, I thought I was doing this part. 
can I just do it for you anyway? Mm-hmm. Because I really did work you on worked it. worked on it. I worked on it to make it as and good it as like, possible. like a challenge to be like, I'm Absolutely. dressing as a woman or Absolutely. Whatever. And I was like, well, it's not that, but it's like a challenge to like overlook my reservations about this being like kind of tone deaf and not good, really. Okay. And to make it as funny as I could make it. And I was very into that challenge at the time, you know. And so they let me do it, and I did it. And they were like, that was really good, you know. But I was not that guy. Okay. I was not that guy. And so they said, now here's the sides for the other guy. I was even less that guy. Like, comedically, I did it. I was able to do a better job being this dude, this this dude, you know, who's like the friend of the main guy, than I was to be like this crass, like, um... You know, let me tell you about women, like that kind of dude. Right, I would not cast you as that dude. Yes, and when you when I finally saw the show, I watched an episode of the show. I was like, well, yeah, of course it's that guy. Wait, uh, was it who was it? Dave Kegner? No, I would cast him as that guy. No, no, no. He could do that, right? Yeah, he could do that. Sure, he could do that. uh, It was nobody you know. Okay, it was nobody you've ever seen. Uh, which goes for the entire cast. (laughs) It was not. It was not people that you were familiar with. You know, because I don't think that. I don't think the people really wanted to do this. And I remember like Wil- Wilmer Val- Valderrama, they were in talks with him to play one of the roles, which when you saw it, it was like, oh, no, they just got like another Latino guy. Right. <laughs> like clearly Wil- Wilmer was not going to do this. Um, but I, but that was absolutely ridiculous. Like the idea of like, oh, poor, like white men are being shut out of these jobs. Like this is the length they have to go to. I get it. I mean, like on the one hand, like I could see like a framing of it where it's like, you know, we want to expose like gender politics. Right. And it's sort of, and, and men are usually the ones that don't like understand what women go through. So it would be Mm -hmm. funny to, put these like bullheaded men i mean like on the i mean it is just like it's a very simple idea it's a very simple comedic premise that is probably gone back to like shakespearean yeah and it's it's gone through very like some like it hot and bosom buddies it's gone through various permutations over the years you know i mean look i don't like obviously i love tootsie tootsie (laughs) is like executed in a way and written in a way Yes, I I think I think but those that actors are at the top of their game. I would be interested in watching it again to see how well it holds up because I haven't seen it in a while. It totally holds up. When's the last time you saw it? Maybe like nineteen eighty two. No, like five <laughs> years ago or so. Like right. I would watch it tonight. Right. Like it totally holds. Well, we have other also, things to watch tonight, but I will I will watch it. I am it soon. kind of a Dustin Hoffman fan. Yeah. So. Like I really love like him. Couldn't uncancelable. They tried to cancel him so many times. I think he was just like mildly a jerk though, right? Like he he didn't like yeah. he didn't commit any crimes. He didn't no, he didn't commit any crimes, but he was He was not cool to Meryl Streep. He was not like, cool to Meryl Streep. He's apparently been groping and grabby with people and um So he didn't learn from his Tootsie experience. No, you would think. <laughs> you would think. But no. I mean, is that true or proven? I mean, like, what was the real story? I know Meryl Streep said that he was kind of a jerk. Yeah, like he slapped her to make her cry well, or something like up. that. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. He did that? that that's messed up. Actors who, like, want to do something to help you with your performance, it's like, a fuck a you. I don't mind that if there's a conversation of, like, hey. Of, of 
Well, that's completely different. Of course. Of course. But it's never, but that conversation never happens. I've like, also like, I have like, a kind of like, I've heard this said before and I kind of agree with it that method acting is like a male privilege. Like, yes. Thing. For sure. Like you don't like if you were, uh, I, I think Brie Larson said this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that because I don't know if it was said publicly or not. And I may have heard it. Maybe she just said it to you. No. Well, you know, uh, I she did direct. I, I tell you okay, what, though. Whatever. I tell you what, though. It might not have been Brie Larson. It might have been whatever. I know this story from hearing it out in the world. So just it's not women, like like women stars. You're not telling tales out of school if you if you tell. OK, story. so basically like. The reason that is the case is because if I'm the star of this movie and I come on the set and I'm like, guys, nobody call me Janie. Yeah. I only want you to call me Queen, Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> you know. And also, in addition to calling me Queen Elizabeth, I want you to bow to me right. when I come in the room, even if we're not rolling. Right. And please don't speak to me uh well I have my headsets on I'm I'm working and you yeah. know like all of these sort of like demands of making people kowtow to your process or whatever is like a very specifically male like privilege thing. Yes. I'm sure that when Like women did that you would be called difficult. Yeah. You'd be called a bitch. Absolutely. Yeah, like I'm sure like like so many actresses like what's her name Sean Sean Young. Young. I mean, was she, she was like decided people didn't want to have her anymore or whatever because she was difficult or whatever. And then you find out like maybe she was actually just professional or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Well, I'm sure like when Charlize Theron was, was playing Eileen Warrenos, I'm sure she still had to be nice to people on the set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she wasn't maybe not because she's so beautiful. She has beauty privilege on top of. But she wasn't. She was so famously ugly and monster. <laughs> I just think like a literal monster. So like, like I actually enjoy stories about method acting as long as I'm not around them. Like, like I love the show Succession so much, and but I like did read a story about Jeremy Strong <laughs> that he he is a method actor. Mm-hmm. He is like admittedly a method actor. Yes. And in the final, oh my god, he admitted. In the final, uh, <laughs> that season finale where he ha- um, he goes in the, the car goes into the, the lake in England in the winter. He It's like the middle of winter. And I mean, this isn't even like, I think it's on like the behind the scenes of HBO mm-hmm. things that you watch. He like didn't want them to warm the water because he wanted to like physically feel. Right. Like the cold. The, the, like the water they dumped on him to, to make it look like he had just come out of a lake. Yeah. So, and like, meanwhile, I'm sure they were like, they allowed it because it was like the final episode of the season. But meanwhile, they're like, if our fucking lead gets a cold yeah. and we have to like, we're pushed if like he gets three days. pneumonia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but like, I'm sure he was indulged because number one, he's a white male. Number two, you know. Like it was the final episode of the season and yeah. like number three people think actors know what they're talking about but <laughs> like we don't like it's it's not like y- there are ways to achieve performances well you could pretend i mean he- here's the thing maybe this is what has held me back from uh a s- <laughs> from being no, from every- being a, a hugely successful actor but no. i'm not gonna fucking dump cold water over my own head to pretend to have come out of cold water. I mean, it depends. Like, maybe if they're like, do you want it to be cold or warm? 
um, I might be like, okay, put the cold on me, and then I would show being cold, and then I'd be like, then put the warm on me, and then I would show being cold, and I'd be like, does it look the same? And if they were like, yeah. <laughs> it looks the same, I would be like, let's, you know what? Let's go with the warm. Because I bet this is going to be a long night. It's the night shoot. Who, who wouldn't want like, <laughs> it's like a, night a lovely bath dumped over their head? <laughs> it's a night shoot. It's going to be a long, long time. I'm, you know, it's been a long season and, you know, like I'm terrible at night shoots. And like, I probably would be like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but maybe that's, that's. Can what... you CGI wet on me <laughs> Can you? so I don't have to get water on me at all? I don't, I don't like begrudge anyone their process because I think acting is personal and it's challenging yeah, or whatever do what you but want I, but it, it's not but the thing here's the thing the only thing i, I will I, make fun of it privately with my absolutely friends, or here just, on a podcast yeah i think i think this the only thing about that is acting is not it's not the only job that's happening on the set and i feel like yeah sometimes you have to really look at those demands that you're making because it's a collaborative art whether you're talking about the stage or the screen there's a lot of people that are making the thing happen and it's like if you're taking up too much of that time you are you are sort of you're not respecting the idea hold on a second yeah you're not respecting the idea that it's a collaborative art form i agree with that because a lot of people think it's basketball I mean, a lot of people think it's tennis when it's basketball. Yeah. And I I actually, and I don't want to speak ill of him, but I, I went to grad school with a, with kind of a methody mm-hmm. actor. And he did at the time, and this is years ago, so he might be different now, but like he did at the time, he did not see the collaborative yeah. side of it. Yeah. And the reason I actually enjoy acting is because it's basketball and not tennis. Yes, exactly. Like it's I think fun it's that like way. teamwork. It's like we're all telling the story together and like we're all going to make each other look good if we can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like at some point, like when is it just your ego? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole idea is you should be completely egoless if you can, mm-hmm. because it, the more egoless you are, the better vessel you are for telling a story. Like you're not getting in the way as, yeah. as who you are of the storytelling anyway, whatever. I don't, I shouldn't get into like my high horse about acting and teaching acting or whatever. No, it's, but, like, it's, it's re- I think it's really fun to talk about. Yes, absolutely. Process. And like, it, you know, I thought of that guy that <laughs> the reader, the reader <laughs> or whatever. And, and, uh, and yeah, that like led me down that fun. <laughs> um, so, Vamp a little because I have a fun announcement. Well, we should wrap it up. Yeah, and I have a fun. I have to go get the information on my fun announcement. Go get the instrumation. Uh, uh, instrumation. Yeah, you heard me. Go get the instrumation. That's the title of the episode. <gasps> Tried to. How dare you? The instrumation. Okay, the instrumation. Really? Yeah. Who cares? Why are we titling these? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, we are, um, I'm trying to think if we have recommendations this week. We've been re-watching The Crown, um, so that's oh, not a, a great reco- recommendation. I actually have a recommendation. Okay, good. I'm glad. Um, yeah, guys, if you're <clears throat> streaming like your HBO or whatever, or however you get your content, <laughs> Murder on Middle Beach docuseries. 
about an unsolved murder made by the son of the victim is so good. All right. I do have to check that out because I have not watched it. There's it's three episodes, right? N- three episodes so far. And oh, the, so far. There's four total. So the final is Sunday, and okay. I can't wait. I've been like, I'm on a text thread about it. I've been down a Reddit rabbit hole. I have my own theories. An RRH? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can get caught up between tomorrow and Sunday. Oh, yeah, because it's three episodes. And what's funny is I didn't, because I don't usually watch the true crime stuff with you unless there's like nothing else going. I'm like kind of talking like that's not really. I like all the true crime stuff more, a little bit yes, more than you. Yes, we, we sometimes, we are, our, our viewing habits diverge. Jenny watches more true crime. I like all true crime. <laughs> Sorry, I misspoke. Jenny watches all true crime. Oh, I wanted to recommend, because I don't think I have, uh, Auntie Donna's House on Netflix. Which oh, yeah, is that a, you're in. <laughs> a crazy sketch show. It's so oh, funny. I can't wait to watch it. It's an Australian uh, trio. These guys are really, really funny. And I did a day on it. Um, I got to be in an episode with uh, my dear friend, Tony Newsom, And I just had a ball. They're really funny. And I started watching the whole series from the beginning. And they're just really, really funny and smart and silly. I and see it. it's a fun show. Yeah. I was like, I think Comedy Bang Bang produced it. Yes, Scott, Ocker- Scott Ackerman's company, uh, Comedy Bang Bang Productions, produced it. Uh, Ed Helms Brand. was one of the producers as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, it's really funny. And so if you haven't um, checked it out yet, do check that out on Netflix. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, I, I feel sorry for suggest you. <laughs> that you get your little swipey finger ready. Okay? Gross. And go to Stay of Homekins. And if you don't know about our collaboration with Kinship Goods, where we sell our official podcast merch. That's right. Kinship Goods is the official home and creator of Stay of Homekins podcast merch. Well, guess what? Because it's the holidays, uh, Stay of Homekins and Kinship Goods together are doing a special giveaway. Um, so on Monday, we will be posting all about it on Instagram at Stay of Honkins and on Kinship Goods. So basically, you can enter to win a little, like, swag box mm-hmm. of official Stay of Honkins merchandise. Like a t-shirt, it'll come with a t-shirt, a mug, a mask, some stickers, and the winner, 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 the winner, crispy <laughs> stuff. Who the gives a fuck? Winner. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about Christmas? <laughs> Christmas. I'm going to have COVID parties in the White House. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the w- winner. The winner will be announced on Friday, and um, all of the rules of the giveaway will be posted on Monday on both the Stay of Homekins Instagram and the Kinship Goods Instagram. You better observe those rules. So basically, you'll have to follow both accounts, like the post, and then tag a friend. Those blah, are the blah, rules. Blah. That's usually how those Instagram giveaways go. Come on. But, let's be grown-ups about this. That's how they go. But this is like a fun giveaway, you guys. Yeah. So like, oh my gosh, you get to tag friends and... 
we're also on Twitter at Stay of Homekins. We have a wonderful Gmail account, stayofhomekins at gmail.com. It's a wonderful Gmail account. Please do stop by our Gmail account. I You're going to love it. <laughs> I love, like, I do read stuff out loud sometimes to Paul. I'm like, listen to this. <laughs> We're getting scandals. People are gossiping on there. People are. I a mean, bit. it's something else. People confess a little. There's People a lot of confessions. Confess. <laughs> People confess or they vent, and it's like it's del- it's actually very lovely in a way. It is. We we love hearing from you, and we're really grateful that you listen to the show. Uh, we hope everybody is hanging in there uh, during these tough times, and that uh, hopefully you're having some fun during the holiday season. Uh, we'll be back next week. I mean, what what Hopefully. else are we going to do? We'll be back next week. If we survive the week. Honey, great chime in. <laughs> in the meantime, stay <laughs> safe, stay, stay sane, and, and stay home. And stay good to yourself and love one another. And don't be mean. And stay healthy. And count your blessings. Okay. <laughs>